Hello, gorgeous. This program was originally recorded inside my group coaching program where I used to teach five-day long trainings. Now, these trainings I have repurposed into amazing self-study courses, one of which I am so proud of that I mention in this program called Sell Like a Queen. If you are looking to up-level your influence skills, if you are looking to triple your sales, in this five-hour self-study course, we are diving into neuro-linguistic programming communication strategies as well as scientifically proven methodologies that will skyrocket your sales up to 300%. And I can tell you from experience, they work. And because you are a loyal listener to The Princess and the Bee, I want to give this course to you for 80% off. Now, this offer is only good for a limited time, so be sure you jump onto the link inside the description of this episode and claim your course for 80% off. This course is normally $111. So for 80% off, you are getting some of the top selling strategies. These are the tools that I have used to close 10K and beyond months. So I am just laying it all out for you. And I am so excited for you to receive it and experience it. And I will meet you in the comments of this course. That being said, enjoy this episode. And I am so excited to hear how your sales are skyrocketing this year. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my amazing fellow queens. We are back with our live training. I know you get a double dose of me today. There's a lot. There's a lot coming in today. You get a double dose of me today because tonight we are finishing up our Sell Like a Queen training and you are going to love the tools and tactics that I will be sharing with you. So, today there is an art. It's a fantastic art and it is one I myself have struggled and failed at masterfully multiple times because here's the thing. As high-performing, high-vibin' rockin' queens, the thing is, sometimes the thing that takes us down is actually overcommitment. And I know there's a few of you that have a lot of irons in the fire at this point in time. Here's the thing. Sometimes having all of those irons in the fire, there's a lack of clarity. And when you have that lack of clarity as to what the most important and most necessary steps are to moving you forward towards your ultimate goal of your next level of to where you want to be, 
if you're focused on 12, five to 12 different things, you're going to lose focus. You're going to lose focus on that one main goal. As my mentor, Brenda Bouchard and fellow certified high performance coach says, keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's the main thing. So let me know in the comments if you have ever struggled with overcommitment. <laughs> and I laugh only because my husband two years ago was like, Kim, can you please stop signing us up for things? Like that was, he, he was like, just stop. Like, stop signing us up for things. We're not doing another thing. We're not doing all the other, all the other things. Like, just focus on one thing or on two things or tops three. That's, that's the secret to productivity. And the only way to achieve that, that ultimate productivity, is by saying no. I mean, let's not be rude. You can say no thank you. But it's by saying no to all the other opportunities and, and options and things that come in your way that sound like a good thing. So let me know in the comments below who has struggled with with saying with not saying no enough. Because I know that's a big one for a lot of us high high performing, high vibing queens. We are like all about the yes, but saying no it's a challenge. Let me know in the comments who struggled with it. Yep, I am one. Hey Emily, yeah. Because saying no is is a challenge. I mean, like I said, let's not be rude. It can be no thank you. So one of the things that in order to practice saying no is it is a practice, especially if you are so used to saying yes to any opportunity, to any distraction that comes your way. One of the biggest things that I see with women specifically is they start saying yes, 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 yes to the emails, to the distractions, to all that stuff. And by the time that weeks, months have passed sometimes, and they haven't made those progress on those top three priorities. And there's a reason I say three, because your brain, our brains cannot multitask. Like multitasking is a lie. Our brains can focus on one thing and then it shifts. The thing is, is that it takes time to make that shift into the next thing. That's why you want to keep the main thing, the main thing, and keep from doing all the things because doing all the things will prevent you from actually achieving the thing that you want. So that's why today we are going to get crystal clear on A, what is it specifically that you want? Because a lot of times we spend a, a lot of time focusing on what we don't want. We, fo we focus on that we, we don't want to be broke or we don't, we don't want to lose money on this deal or we don't want to uh, struggle another month with finding clients or we don't want to be in this job anymore that we're in. The problem is, is that if you're always focusing on what you don't want, that's what you're automatically going to attract into your life. And so it's reprogramming and it's, it's more so in the Western culture, like the Western culture, we've just kind of been programmed to focus on what we don't want. And you'll see it in advertising. Like I love, cause both my husband and I are both NLP 
coaches. And so we know the powerful of language. Like language is freaking powerful and you'll see it in advertising because it's subliminal messages that are out there that tell you exactly to, to get what you don't want. And you know this because your unconscious mind can only, it, it likes clear and concise directions. It likes very, very clear, very, very specific, like this is what I want, this is what I'm going for, and you have to have that level of emotion that takes it from that mental realm and chunks it into the emotional realm, and then it can come into the physical. So, this is incredibly important because... Yeah, Emily, I feel you. I used to have a very, very hard time saying no. And in fact, I recently have had to start saying no to my husband. No, not in that way. <laughs> but saying no as in the distraction that sometimes he'll come in and he'll be really excited or he'll be really, uh, really upset or he'll, he'll be in a certain emotional state. And I suddenly am like, oh, what is this? And it distracts me and it pulls me out of my focus. And that's my alarm telling me my success markers, which one of them is being consistent, staying focused. So in order to be consistent and stay focused and have the clarity, you have to know clearly every day what is the number one priority. You want to have your grand priority of what your big project is. That's why I love the book, The 12-Week Year for Productivity. Like, especially if you struggle with saying no, I highly, highly recommend you chunk down all your projects into a plan so that you think long-term rather than short game. Because in the sh if you're thinking short game, if you have tr if you have trouble saying no, because you constantly say yes, 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 and then it's very easy to go from like brilliant, freaking badass on top of everything to burnt out and exhausted. And I don't want that for you. You're worth you're worth more than that. I want you to be thriving and feeling vibrant. So saying no. So I want you to list right now three things that you have said yes to in the past week or the past morning, like it's Monday, it's 1140, and sometimes maybe some of us have said yes to a few things already this morning that you actually kind of regret or that they bring you stress or they bring you a feeling of just like, oh, man, another thing I have to do. And it takes you and it pulls you away from the actual project that's at hand. So, looking at your main priority project, you get three. In the next three months, you get at most three. There is a reason. Because any more than three will cause you to just be mired in distraction. And then once you have your three, your three projects, then get very, very specific and very, very clear as to the top five priorities for each one of them to get each one of those projects done. So for example, one of my projects, as many of you know, is I'm running a marathon in November. So that is a personal project for me. That is one of my three. And by running a marathon, it entails a couple of things. 
it obviously, like for me, eating well and drinking my water is just natural. Like that's just habit for me. I've been doing it for so long. That's just natural for me. So I don't have to have that as, as a part of, as a priority because it already is just a natural habit. Like you can see now, it already is a natural habit that I just practice regularly. so much and I love that my son loves water so much that makes me so happy but the other things that are priorities are I have to I, I'm practicing running a certain amount of miles per week so I have to schedule in that those miles and now here's the thing there is a fantastic book that I just read and I am blanking on the name of it but I will leave it in the comments because it's fantastic and it's great for productivity. And it makes total sense because your to-do list, has anybody ever had a to-do list? Let me know in the comments. A to-do list that just, there's so many things on that list that nothing gets done. Or like you look at that list and that list has stayed that size for months. And you're like, I am losing my mind. I know I have all these things I have to do on this list and it's a to-do list. The problem with the to-do list are there are no time constraints as to by when you will have that project finished or you will have that task done. For me, I have a to-do list. I separate my to-do list into two tasks. I have one that is for two-minute to-dos for things that literally will take me two minutes, like making a phone call, setting up an appointment with my uh, kids pedi pediatrician or making a phone a quick phone call to for a reminder sending a message to my team like those things take two minutes tops then I have my 20 minute to do's and I know that these tasks are I'm going to be like it's a phone call that I know I'm going to be on hold for or there's going to be multiple call-ins or I'm going to have to deal with with that or it's going to be a conference call so I know that I have those 20 minute to do's and those are the ones that take a little longer, so I have to chunk my time. But if you have just a never-ending to-do list, it's that's part of that is A, because you have said yes to too many things. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by that never-ending to-do list, it means that you've said yes to too many things. And in order to take that to-do list from being overwhelming, you want to chunk that into the priorities. Look at the projects that you want to finish at max three. What is the number? Three. That is three, that, not six. Three. Three projects. Now, why do I say three? Because three creates for a plan. I'm not saying that when you finish one, you cannot add another third. Once those 12 weeks of finishing those three projects is done, I am saying that is the long game. When you're thinking the long game, you will be able to take go to go from three projects and then you know, okay, well, these this is my plan for the next three months. I'm going to do this project, this project, this project. I'm going to have those projects done. Then you move on to the next 12-week year, which is why I love the book, The 12-Week Year, which is one of the best books for productivity. And then you can build from that. So let's say you have 
three months where one of your projects, and I and I know some of you are seeking out a new employment, where one of your projects is in three months, your product is to get a new job. So you write your list of your top five things that you have to do to get your job. Maybe you have to spruce up your LinkedIn profile and your resume. You ha have to make contacts and reach out. Maybe it's going to uh, some networking events to meet some people in the field who can refer you. Maybe it's reaching out to some kick-ass people who refer you, who would refer you or write you a letter of reference. And maybe it's just the act of applying itself. And so you have your goal is within three months, you have your new job. Well, once you have your new job, you won't have that as a project anymore. So once you have your new job within three months, you won't have that as a project anymore. So you, what happens is thinking long game, a new project takes its place. Maybe it's a, a project that comes with the job. Maybe it's taking the next three months to really master your team building skills and to really become integrated with this new job. Maybe it's to tackle a project that they're specifically bringing you on for. Either way, it builds. That's the long game. Rather than saying yes to everything, you want to think instead strategically. So strategically, if you do A, what's going to get you to B? So if you do A, and I want you to tell me in the comments below, if you do A, what is going to get you to be like and what is a what is your number one project that you want to accomplish maybe it's applying for grad school maybe it's maybe it's producing a film maybe it's getting a few paying clients a few more paying clients so you hit a certain income goal whatever it is you want you have that plan and you know okay I have three months to get a certain amount of clients. Like I want to reach a certain income goal, so I'm going to get these new clients and I'm going to reach out to these new people. And in three months, then you'll have that as your foundation. So then you build on that rather than, and thus it's, it's approaching no from a place of strategy. I was actually about to say strategery because I just read a book that said that, uh, <laughs> George W. Bush read like 95 books or something during his pre presidency because he made that a priority. Like that was a priority. It helped to calm him and center his mind and give him new ideas. I mean, politics aside, 100%. But yeah, I was just about to say strategic because George Bush was in my mind. Um, so it allows you to build from a place of strategy. You want to have your plan. There's a reason why planning and structure is so crucial. And a lot of people, we can have business plans, we can have plans for our, our life, but a lot of times they're very generalized. Now, I'm not saying you have to get super structured and say, okay, within three months, I am going to find the love of my life. This is just what's gonna happen because you are co-creating with the universe. But you, you can say within three months, I am gonna set a goal to just be open to going on some dates. And that's your personal project. I 
recommend you take out of your three projects, one of them is personal. Because you can enhance your business, you can make more money, you can you can always be growing that. You can always be work building at that. But the personal side is where you really get the fulfillment. Like for me, running a marathon is such a personal fulfillment because it builds strategy and structure into my day and it sets me in a different mindset. It also, I'm trying to convince my hubby to run not the whole marathon with me, but the half that they have because he will not do a full. <laughs> so, but that's something that it, it draws me closer to my husband. It allows me to lead by example, like a personal project. It makes me feel like I'm living my purpose where I'm leading by example. I'm showing my son, you know, I'm waking up early to go for a, a three to six mile run. And that's what I do. And it's showing my son that importance of putting your health in a, in a priority. And so for my personal, and so you want to look at your projects and then see what is the priority for the week? What is the priority for the day? Because here's the thing, most successful people, pretty much all successful people have their one major priority that they're like, this is happening no matter what. And here's the thing. With a to-do list, a lot of times that number one priority gets lost in the shuffle and we procrastinate. Like it's it's just natural for us to do, avoid do, doing that thing that we fear that's the one priority. And normally the one priority, it also has a little bit of, of fear to it or it's something new or it's something that's like a stretch for you. And that's why we want to encourage the courage to keep going. Oh, cool, Emily, your top priority is losing weight. Rock on. So you want to think from that perspective of like, okay, this is my priority. My priority, my top project is to lose a specific amount of weight. And just to get specific, Emily, you want to write down what your number is. Because here's the other thing. The unconscious mind does not differentiate between lose or gain. So that's why losing 10 pounds, sometimes when you're in that process, somehow you'll be like, where did this extra two pounds come on? Like I've been working out, I've been eating well, like I've been drinking my water, I've been doing all the things and all the things that I know I should be doing. And that's because your unconscious mind does not process lose or gain or more or less. So get very specific with your goal, Emily. You want to get very specific as to what the number is that you will feel at your best, where you will feel like you're vibrant and you're thriving and you're healthy and you're like sexy. Like you want to choose that number and have it be something that you are just, that you feel totally in alignment with. So choose that number and just that's, that's, that's something I'm going to say because you are looking at one of your projects as is losing weight, so you want to state specifically what that goal is and by when. So if in the next three months your goal is to lose X amount of pounds so you can be X weight or Y weight, you want to declare what that Y weight is and focus on that number rather than on the number that you're going to lose or gain. Does that make sense? Let me know in the comments if that makes sense. 
So you want to keep focusing on what that specific number is. Because again, it goes back to focusing specifically on what you want. I totally am in love with the idea of putting your health as a top, top priority. Okay, cool. Awesome to Emily. Um, putting your health as a top, top priority. Because here's the thing. You cannot serve if you are unhealthy. Like, it's, it's hard. It makes it harder to serve. It makes it harder to show up for everything else. If your body is not physically prepared to exert the energy that you're going to have to be prepared, that you're going to have to be exerting to get you to that next level of whatever it is that you're doing. Like my coaches shifted their priority because they were having, they're a married couple, both Spike and I, uh, work with them and they shift, they were having trouble in their relationship and they shifted their top priority to being health. And when they shifted their top value to being health, that helped everything realign because they can focus on themselves, which allows them to be showing up more vibrantly, more energetically in their marriage and in their relationships. So I'm all about, like, if you want to put your top priority of, of health and say, this is my value, like, rock it out and get your health in the best shape that you have ever been in in your entire life, like, that is my goal before I have my next kid is to, like, look and feel the best I have in my entire life. And that's why I'm running a marathon. But the, in order to run a marathon, I have to say no to certain things, like sleeping in. Sleeping in for a mom of a one-year-old is a luxury. And like, if I'm able to get an extra hour of sleep, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. But I chose to instead say no to that extra hour in the morning and instead set an earlier bedtime. And if I miss that earlier bedtime and I go to bed at the time that I normally do, which is a little later, then I still am making that commitment to waking up and saying no to that extra hour of sleep and going for my run so that I can stay on my training. The same is true for adding in for me, personally for my project, to say no to some work. Like I have to say no to either writing marketing copy, to saying no to some clients because I know that two hours extra out of my week have to be for strength and conditioning training. So on top of the running, I have to add that in. And so there are certain things that I say no to, and it causes me to have to prioritize more, which is why I love running marathons because it keeps my priorities in alignment with my purpose and with what I want to do and with what I'm building. Does that make sense? So look at what in your life, maybe today, you have said yes to, and you had that gut feeling that you're like, I don't know. Because I'm all about having harmony. Like you wanna have harmony in all areas of your life, in your spirituality, in your emotional life, in your health, in your finances, in your family, in your friends, in your intimate relationships, in your hobbies, in 
everything. You want that. We, that's what we go for with high performance. We want holistic success because statistically, high performers have a higher degree of actual happiness. So I know several of you took the high performance quiz and your results were not what you thought you were. And that's okay. The first time I took it too, I was like, I thought I was a really high performer and actually I'm performing rather low. So I, it's totally okay to be where you are because that's where we accept you where you are. And then you grow from there. But when you look at those results, those results speak volumes because sometimes those results are from saying yes to too many things and not really prioritizing. Like I prioritize my time with my husband and my son so much and we make sure that either he, because we don't have a nanny, it's him or, or me and sometimes I may have my mom babysit. But it's him or me or my mom one day a week who is watching him. That is the time. So I know that in my one day a week that my mom watches our son, my husband and I are on like priority checklists. Like we know specifically the top things that we want to be getting done within that span of four to six hours because that is so so precious to, for us to have that batch time of it totally focused work so that we can have the totally focused time when we're spending it with our child. So that's where it comes down to prioritizing. So really, when you break down your projects, the things that you want to accomplish within three months, and the reason why I like three months, which is why the reason why I love the 12-week year, is because... So often we set these grand walk goals for New Year's and then we don't revisit them until like the next two years when we realize that we didn't really accomplish them. And instead of repeating that cycle, I want to break that cycle now and we'll, we're doing it in three months, what you could get done in a year. And odds are you'll probably accomplish more within the next three months than you have in an entire year. And I, get, I, I can almost guarantee you that. So when you... Set your goal for your three projects that you were completing within the next three months. Break it down. Break each one of those projects into five main tasks. Now, yes, there will be some little fiddly things and some other tasks or some tech stuff that you may have to figure out with those major priority tasks, but break it down into those top tasks, those five tasks that have to be accomplished. Then... On a daily basis, you're going to prioritize your one, one thing, one thing that is your non-negotiable. Like for me, getting in 30 minutes of exercise, non-negotiable. So... You, you're going to prioritize your non-negotiable. And that is one that you can have a non-negotiable for each one of your projects of like, this is what I'm getting done today. This day is not ending until this task is done and it's in the calendar. And that's why the book that I read uh, recently, and I'm the one that I'm totally forgetting the name of, 
was so powerful because when you put a task in the calendar, you have to schedule a certain amount of hours or a certain amount of time for that. So you pair the to-do with time. And time is your most precious resource. You have first time, then you have second attention. Those are the top two. So you pair the task with time, and that creates this lovely little hybrid where you have that specific amount of focused time to get that one task done. So I know, for example, with my personal project with running a marathon, my time to get my run in is before 7 a.m. Like, I'm either up at 5 or I'm up at 6, but my time to get my run in, I'm not waking up at 7. Like, I got to be up earlier in order to get that run in because that is the time that I have allotted for my 3 to 6 miles. Now, if I, as my training progresses, I will have to add more miles into my week, which means more batch times for running. Because eventually you want to build up to a certain amount of miles before you run 26.2. Because you got to condition and train your body for it. So I know that coming into the next few months, there's going to be more time that I'm going to have to dedicate and prioritize for training, which means that all of the other things for all, for all my other two projects, I also have to prioritize just as equally because I know that as one is going to increase, the other one's time is probably going to decrease. Because while I can speed up my run, mama ain't running no nine-minute mile yet. Taking some time to get back there. So allow yourself the grace and the courage to say no. And I'm not saying that that no has to be a permanent because most things that you say no to, if they're really meant to be in your life, they will circle back. They'll totally circle back and they'll be a part of your life and they'll be, they'll be ingrained with it. But it's okay to say no to some things now because they're not a priority to where you want to be. A lot of times we don't say no because we feel like we're either not enough or not worthy of, of saying that no or not are our priorities. And it stems to a, a feeling of lack of worth where we don't prioritize our personal projects our, and not just running a marathon, but our projects of what we want to accomplish, what we want to achieve because we're allowing ourselves to be distracted by other people's problems. That, and other people's problems always reminds me of the song, you down with OPP? And I'm like, no, I'm not down with OPP because other people's problems cause distraction and, and delay to the projects that you actually want to accomplish. So you create your one non-negotiable time, your one non-negotiable task that you do every day or it doesn't have to be the same task every day. You have that one task that is non-negotiable. That's what you're getting done. Like for me, it was running. And then I have one for each one of my other projects. So looking at your schedule, what is your non-negotiable one for today? 
let's be a little forward thinking here. What's your non-negotiable for tomorrow? What is the non-negotiable task that you're like, this is getting done in the next 12 to 24 hours. It's getting done. Like, I'm going to accomplish this. It's in the calendar. It's there. It's going to take me X amount of hours. Maybe it's an hour. Maybe it's even 15 minutes. But no matter what, before this day is done, that is getting done now. So that that task that's involved with your project that's of importance for you gets done. So that way your project actually moves forward rather than you always feeling like you're fighting this never-ending to-do list. So let me know in the comments below, what are the three projects that you are committing to inside the Queensway? What are your three projects that you are committing to getting done inside the Queensway within the next three months? Let me know in the comments. And also, let me know what you're going to have to say no to. What does this mean you're going to say no to? In order to accomplish X project, what does this mean you're going to say no to? And there will be a lot of things. I just need you to list one. Just one thing to start, especially because it begins with practice, practicing the art of saying no. That's why I called it the art. And you can say no thank you. You don't have to be rude. You can say no thank you. But practice the art of saying no first before you agree to jump on something else. Because it's kind of like shiny object syndrome. Or like a dog with a squirrel. Or suddenly it, you won't catch any squirrels if you're constantly chasing after another one. If you're like, squirrel, 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 squirrel. So you end up running in circles and then you have no, no squirrel at the end to enjoy for dinner, I guess. <laughs> for me, it would be more like chasing like a nice Kobe-fed steak. That's just my opinion. But if you... It, if you chase after every single squirrel, you aren't going to catch any of them. So you have to say no to some. In fact, you have to say no to most. And you say no from a place of alignment that says, you know what? I am worthy to achieve my desires. I am worthy of completing this project that's going to propel my life forward. That means so much to me because it's involved with my higher purpose that I was put on this planet for. And that is why I am saying no. And you'll be surprised at how many people will respect that. For example, as many of you know, because I love this product and this program, uh, the bank methodology for increasing your sales up to 300%, some of which you have learned in our recent training of Sell Like a Queen. I am a trainer of that, of that methodology. Like I can host workshops, I can do a ton of other things. I just choose to say no to that. And there are lots of people with that are in the bank company as trainers who are doing that and they are just rocking it. The thing is, is that while being a trainer, I became a trainer for other reasons and I joined as a trainer 
for a different purpose than to just do those workshops because I have my own brand that I'm building. And I wanted that methodology so that I could train you and all of my clients on that methodology to train them to get the sales increases that you can get up to 300% with the bank methodology and to improve their communication and their relationships, which has been awesome. But I'm not chasing that down as a second side hustle business. And because I'm focused on that, I know that when I get somebody who wants to become uh, like a client or an affiliate, I pass them off to my husband because that's more his jam. That's his focus. And I pass that off and I say, okay, I have this person who wants to come in as a, as a client. They want to come in and become an affiliate of this program. Like you sign them up, you do that. I'm happy to attract whomever comes in. But I pass it off to him so that I'm not chasing down every squirrel. And actually, when you start saying no to everybody else and yes to yourself, the universe respects that. Like, you get massive props. And surprisingly, I've, I've brought in some good business with that. But that's not my main focus. So you see, you want to be very clear on where your focus is and on what your priorities are, and on what is the main thing. And like Brendan Bouchard says, keep the main thing, the main thing, and that's the main thing. So, let me know in the comments below what your three projects are for the next three months. <laughs> and let me know what is the one thing, one, just one, I know, because we're starting off slow. What is the one thing that you're going to start saying no to? If it's you're looking to get to a certain weight, maybe it's saying no to that glass of wine you've been having on the reg. If it's get, or maybe it's saying no to going out and hanging out with friends again, night after night, and instead saying yes to the treadmill for a couple times in, uh, during the week. Just look at what the main thing is. I want to know your number one no that you're going to start saying no to so that you can move your number one project that you are worthy of accomplishing. You deserve to accomplish it. It's in alignment with your purpose. It's what you were placed here to be. And if it's, if, if it's getting to a certain weight, then rock on. Like you're going to feel so much better in order to catapult off of that. So it's just about setting that priority. So let me know in the comments what your three projects are, what your number one priority is, and what the number one thing that you're going to say no to. You only got to list one. But I do want you in your journals tonight to write down 10 things that you could say no to now. I know, it's a stretch. 10 things. Maybe it's no to certain distractions. Maybe it's no to checking your email first thing. Maybe it's no to working that extra day and instead focusing on completing the project that you've set aside that time for. Like if it's gonna deter from 
really from your enhancing your relationships or if it's going to deter from you from that thing that you've had on the calendar for months that you really, really, really want to accomplish for that project that you've been scheduling out your time to do that, then that's a no. That's something you should be saying no to because otherwise you're going to get overwhelmed. And that's what overwhelm hap happens. That's how overwhelm happens. So have the courage and the clarity to say no so that you have more energy and more influence over your own destiny and your own life. As always, my fellow queens, own your throne, mind your business, and make it rain. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.